Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. On your home for the best Ravens coverage, it's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Window Nation. Winter is here. With Window Nation, replacing those old windows is easier and more affordable than you think. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. 105.7 The Fan. Bidding 105.7 The Fan. News from the nest on this Turn It Up Tuesday. Ravens offseason has begun. You got the combine coming up a couple of weeks. You got some big financial dates being met coming up February the 19th. As a matter of fact, Brian McFarling exiting this out. That they have some dead money potential with possible free agents that the Ravens are going to have to handle. But here's Eric DaCosta, one of the big free agents the Ravens have to deal with. is Justin Matabike coming off an all-pro Pro Bowl season. Then Eric, the Ravens GM, was asked about the possibility of tagging him. You know, I learned a lesson this year, and that was, you know, as, as hard as uh, not to revisit the Lamar negotiation, but... One of the great things about that negotiation was I learned that it's beneficial to just not talk about things. And I think, you know, there is a value sometimes to not really showing your cards or showing your hand. And so we'll have all those decisions, I think, made at some point coming soon. We don't have a lot of time. Uh, We'll talk about it, John and I, with Steve and Oz and Joe and George, not Joe, George and um, Nick and and Pat. Um, But, you know, we'll have have those uh, decisions made. Yeah. Joe Ortiz now with the Chargers. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens when he's been your right-hand guy for 26 years. And that's the thing that's going to be interesting because I'll guarantee you, Bob, with uh, Ortiz, Eric counted on him a ton last year because he was spending so much time with the Lamar contract. So Joe Ortiz is going to be is going to be missed. But with Matabike, he probably checked with the agent during the year and – I mean, when you're playing like he was playing, Bob, hey, we'll just wait till the end of the year. You know, there's no reason, unless you're going to blow me out of the water and make me the highest paid D lineman. No. So he's got, Justin Matabike has all the leverage in the world right now. February 20th 
is the first day to designate franchise in transition tags. May March 5th, rather, is the deadline to do so. I mean, stuff comes extremely quick now with the season extended like it is. I mean, you got to make those decisions. But the Ravens, have had, they, they've probably known what they were going to do for a while now. And I'll guarantee you they're not going to uh, – Give him the tag, Bob, where he can go uh, find out what he's worth. I, I don't. I don't think that's happening um, because D linemen are hard to come by. I don't know that anybody gives up two number ones, but I think I think he'll get franchised. But the best thing for the organization to get a deal done. I think Eric will work his ass off to get a deal done. Chance and we're talking on March or February thirteenth before we get to the March deadline. But the chances of Justin Matabike playing anywhere but Baltimore in 2024 Zero. or what? Zero. I, I, you know, I mean, they they control whatever they want. He's 26 years old, 13 and a half sacks. I mean, it's kind of what you're looking for. Eric DaCosta also talked about his offensive line as prompted by the members of the media who were there at the time. So, Eric, what's the status of the O-line and Ronnie Stanley standing with the team? Well, I think the offensive line is always going to be something that we stress here. You know, we're going to continue to look at that every single year, particularly as you get older. You know, uh, it gets tougher and tougher and tougher for guys to stay healthy. And unfortunately, Ronnie, no fault of his own, but he has had, you know, a series of injuries that have hurt him, hurt his performance, uh, the ankle, and then a series of knee injuries. And so that's definitely been a factor. You know, uh, I love Ronnie. Uh, He's still a talented player. I think this is going to be a big offseason for him. Well, I mean, as GM, you know, you got to do what's best for the organization. Um, I, it's kind of funny when you end it with, I love this guy. That almost like, uh, I really like him, but, you know, so they're going to do what's best. I'm going to, I'll bet you there'll, there'll be some type of restructure, some type of pay cut. He's not staying at the salary that he's got, I don't believe. And, and- and he would be doing the team a solid by renegotiating because I think he would recognize that ever since I signed my deal, the same week he signed a contract, he got hurt, and he hasn't been the same since. Yeah. And, and yeah, he's he's had surgery after surgery after surgery. And this this past year, I mean, I guess it was if, – if you're coming off of – and you've been an all-pro – and then you got to go watch yourself on film where you're getting pushed back, walked back. I mean, that's got to be hard, you know, for him to sit there and, Jesus, do I stink. Smitty at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan here on this Turn It Up Tuesday news from the Nest. Ravens have the 30th pick in the upcoming NFL draft, which, by the way, is April 25th through the 27th in Detroit. So we're what? Yeah, a little more than two months away from that. But with 22 free agents, whatever it is, Eric DaCosta was asked, well, would you be interested in maybe trading and getting some established guys by dangling those draft picks of yours? Fundamentally, we're always going to be focused on the draft. We look at our history. You know, uh, now we've, you know, in the last couple of years, we have traded draft picks for players in some cases. But I think generally uh, we're going to be a draft-centric team. And, uh, you know, as we've said, the landscape has changed a little bit because we're paying a quarterback who deserves it a lot of money, and that's going to have a salary cap ramification for sure. We'll start to feel that. We've started to feel that last year. We'll feel that this year, as do a lot of teams. 
so draft picks are very important to us, will continue to be very important. However, of course, if we have the chance to acquire an all-pro type guy, we're going to look at that very closely. Have they ever, Bob, I mean, like the Roquan deal was during the season. Um, Lee Evans' deal was done, like, uh, end of training camp kind of thing. I mean, have they ever done a deal at this time of the year to give away their draft picks? I don't, I don't see. They've got eight draft picks, and like Eric said, you've got an expensive quarterback. Um, the eight draft picks are cheap labor, and that's what that's what they need. They need cheap labor when you got a quarterback like that. So I don't I don't see them trading anything away, uh, any of their draft picks. I think they use all their draft picks with uh, Kyle Van Noy, Jadavian Clowney going back to free agency. Maybe your bigger price tags. David Ajabo trying to come back from yet another injury. Adafe Owe not getting the eight sacks that we had hoped for. You know, the Ravens could use a pass rusher. And, you know, Tyus Bowser, a Swiss Army knife guy for the Ravens in the past. What's going on with that guy, Eric? Yeah, you know, unfortunate for Tyus. He couldn't play this year. Um, can't really get into all the different specifics of that, as you guys know, uh, how we handle the injuries. I think Tyus has probably talked about it in some way. Uh, he had an injury. Uh, unfortunate and uh, you know wasn't able to play and we'll have to continue to assess that in the coming weeks to see where he stands with that injury um, you know great man uh, a, a good player for us just a tough deal for him this year uh, and we'll have to deal with it I think he'll be an ex-Raven I think they'll need the money there and pass if I'm Eric and all I've got on my roster Bob is a Jabo and Oway um, how do I feel there? Well, Oway, do I trust him? No. And Ajabo is coming off, you know, major injury. Do I trust? I got to go into it like, all right, with Oway, I'm going to get five sacks. That's what I'm getting. I'm not getting the elites. The, he is what he's been there four years. I mean, he is what he is. And Ajabo, you got to show me that you can stay healthy because we love the talent. But you got to show me you got to stay healthy. That's why they had to go get Van Oy and Clowney and the year before Houston and all that. You know, so there's going to be more additions with some veteran guys eventually. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, let's count some Turn Up Tuesday money. Buy or sell. Then we'll talk about the American League East. We're going to pick through the teams as the next few weeks progress as pitchers and catchers reporting Ben Nicholson-Smith, Sportsnet Toronto. Preview the Blue Jays. They've made the playoffs two years in a row. They've gone quietly both times. Are they ready to let? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are millions. Milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Level up here. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Penny and Haney. 1057 The Fan. Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday. We all need money. Hopefully we're going to be counting some. Plenty of sports stuff to get into as the offseason at NFL is upon us. Pitchers and catchers. In baseball, that's happening this week. Got March Madness right around the corner and all sorts of other things going on. But right now, let's get a little more uh, rich, shall we? It, it's a bloody red day today. Uh-huh. The Dow's down 449. S&P's down 58. NASDAQ is down 229. DraftKings down 58. Under Armour's down 39 cents. So it's not a pretty sight today. It's a lot of Chiefs red today. As always, Buy or Sell is brought to you by the Farmer's Dog, and we'll kick things off here in the NBA where Paul George is hoping for a contract extension. Uh, The pairing of him and Kawhi Leonard is actually paying off pretty well this year, years after they arrived in L.A. together. There's some shaky seasons there in between, injuries playing a big part there. But just a few months back, Kawhi Leonard received an extension of his own for three more years. Will George follow suit? We know he wants it, but buy or sell, Bob. The Clippers need to be careful pushing all their chips in on this duo again. Uh, I'll soft buy it because age is becoming part of the equation here. And they are playing rather well. They did get spanked last night, if I'm not mistaken, by Minnesota. But I would proceed with caution looking for that duo. Not to mention you already have Harden. I mean, how many uh, in Westbrook? And what are they going to get Bob McAdoo out of retirement? <laughs> Over in the NFL, the Saints have hired Clint Kubiak as their next offensive coordinator. It'll be his return to that kind of role after he served as Minnesota's offensive coordinator for just one season back in 2021. The Vikings were middle of the pack in many offensive stats that season. He didn't hang around uh, to build on it, instead leaving for Denver, then San Francisco and other offensive roles. But Vinny Byersell, Kubiak's second stint as OC, will show better results than his first. Oh, I'm going to buy it. Just figuring that he's learned a lot. Um, I, mean, I mean, he was with his dad at the Vikings, and then he took over. And then probably got uh, learned a little bit more from Kyle Shanahan. And if uh, I'm a betting man, he's got to be better. Go, we'll actually stay in the NFL here with uh, Brandon Marshall. Former Bears wide receiver, longtime NFL receiver. 
Well, he played with a lot of bad quarterbacks in his time in the NFL. Jake Plummer, Chad Henney, among other handfuls and handfuls of backups, they come to mind. But in a recent interview, he said that Jake Cutler was the worst quarterback he ever played with. <laughs> Quote said, Jake Cutler should have won a Super Bowl. He had everything that it took to be one of the most legendary quarterbacks. And so I would say Jake Cutler because he didn't reach half his potential. Goes on to say Ryan Fitzpatrick was the best quarterback he ever played with. Are you buying or selling Marshall's reasoning here, Bob? Uh, I'll buy it because he played with him. And there's no denying that Cutler had all the skills in the world. I mean, he, he got a howitzer for an arm. But Vinny, as you've talked about before, you know, with all walks of life, did he love his job? Yeah. I don't think he loved it too much. Yeah, I, th- I think. A lot of arrogance and narcissism working there, too, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no doubt about it. But, yeah, he had everything you he was at his best, I think, when he was with Mike Shanahan. Was he with Mike? Yes. Early on, he was with Mike in Denver. That's when he was at his best. And I don't think Plummer was a scrub. No, Plummer did. Plummer played pretty Took good. Took him to the AFC Championship game one year, if I'm not mistaken. Old Jake Plummer there. But if he's, and this is with all due respect to Ryan Fitzpatrick, if that's the best quarterback Brandon Marshall's ever played with. That ain't good. Brandon Marshall had a rough go of it there, <laughs> catching football. Yes, he did. Well, from the Bears of old to the Bears of today, Chicago holds a lot of leverage entering this year's draft. They have the number one overall pick and the ninth as well. So many have assumed that they'll be looking to shop the top overall pick since they could stick with Justin Fields as their quarterback of the future, use some of that extra draft capital to build around him. But a recent report says that Chicago, quote, would need a historic haul of draft picks and overall compensation to move off the first pick. Vinny, are you buying or selling that the top pick is really going to be that hard for other teams to get? Um, I'm yeah, I'm I'm gonna uh, sell that. I I don't think it's gonna be. They're just negotiating right now, and there's no reason to say that it's for sale right now. I mean, you got to play hardball right now because none of this stuff even happens until there'll be some talks at the combine. That's when things will start. But a lot of times nothing gets done till it gets closer to the draft. And in baseball here, the Dodgers certainly have high expectations attached to their name yet again this season. Part of that is the expected return of Walker Bueller. However, the two-time all-star is still recovering from, well, making his way back from Tommy John. They're hopeful. No formal start date in terms of his return to the mound, but things are progressing well. Uh, L.A. was very active this offseason, landing uh, starting pitchers like Yamamoto from Japan, also trading for Tyler Glass now, and they brought back Kershaw this week uh, or late last week on a one-year deal. So, Bob, buy or sell, even with a setback for Bueller, this Dodgers rotation could still be best in the National League. I'll soft by that too. Bobby Miller's a nice little piece for them. Keep in mind, Kershaw's not even going to be ready till midseason because he had surgery a couple of months ago himself. But Bueller, look, he's a beast. Back to 2017 18 when the Manny trade chatter started. That's the guy I wanted the Orioles to get from the Dodgers out of Vanderbilt where they already had Tommy John surgery. But yeah, there's potential for them to be really. Really good. You got Dustin May and Goslin, both guys coming back from injuries. Dude, they again, they can win 145 games. What are you doing in October? 
all that matters with your big old payrolls. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. Speaking of big payrolls, the Toronto Blue Jays have one, and they have fallen short of expectations the last couple of years. Ben Nicholson-Smith explains why, and we'll look at their 2024 prospects in a very difficult American League East. And then we're going to look at the NFL. We're going to look at the teams. The seasons are over. And only one team wins the Super Bowl. But we'll get into, hey, did uh, did this team have an acceptable year? And did this team have an unacceptable year? You know, Jets and stuff. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Baltimore Sports, 1057 The Fan. Biddy and Haiti, 1057 The Fan. We'll turn it up Tuesday for you. Pantera, chosen by you, the people. You want it loud? Send your request. Loud for text line at 410 583 1057. Pitchers and catchers, Major League Baseball starting to trickle in, whether it's Arizona or Florida. We've been talking about the Orioles, and we'll do it again coming up in the 1 o'clock hour with Rich Dubroff and throughout the next seven, eight months. But the AL East is going to be tough, man. And one of the teams that's going to make it tough is the Toronto Blue Jays. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw. Let's welcome in on the WGK Law guest hotline. He's with Sportsnet. He's our friend Ben Nicholson-Smith. Ben Good morning. Good afternoon, rather. Welcome back to 105.7 The Fan. Long time no talk. How you doing, man? Doing well, yeah. It's good to be talking some baseball with you guys right here on the brink of uh, another season. So hope things are good with you as well. All right. We know the Orioles season ended abruptly at the hands of the Texas Rangers, eventual World Series champions. But Toronto shelf life in the postseason wasn't that long either. As we look back now, as we've had time, Ben, in retrospect, to point out what did not go right for our particular teams, Toronto's shortcomings were what during the last two postseasons, quite frankly, with high expectations both times. Yeah, it's been a tough run for them. They haven't won a playoff game since 2016 now. I mean, they've been there in the playoffs, but have not had that success that you would expect. So it's it's been a really frustrating offseason for the fan base here um, because what was – the, the problem for the Blue Jays in the playoffs was they really couldn't hit. They had one extra base hit that entire series against the Twins. This wasn't a team that performed up to its capabilities offensively in 2023. And then you get to the, to the offseason, and they didn't really bolster the offense. I mean, we know they pursued Shohei Otani. They were, they were said to be serious you know, in, in pursuit of him. But at the same time, they end up with Justin Turner, Kevin Kiermeyer, and Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. So that is not 
uh, a transformative offseason when it comes to what you can do offensively. Um, so they're going to need a lot of their internal guys to really step up if they are going to compete with the Orioles and the Yankees atop that division. Now, Ben, we had uh, Bob Nightingale on the show from USA Today a couple of weeks back, and I was asking him about the Blue Jays, where where the Orioles' window appears to be just opening, and they're going to have a three- or four-year period before, I guess, you know, they're going to have to start writing some big old fat checks here. But Toronto's been very giving with the money there, and you said they were making a play on all the fancy names in the offseason. That being said, with the acquisitions they've made, the young talent they already had that they've cultivated, are we looking at a possible window closing? Not necessarily this year, but is Toronto's window with this air quotes core group, you know, kind of exhausting its life here? It, it might be, right? Because you look at Vlad Guerrero Jr. and Bo Bichette, these are still two young players in the league, but they're only a couple of years away from free agency. They have free agency after the 2025 season. So, that's kind of sneaking up on us now. And if the Blue Jays, I mean, it's two seasons, so they could definitely take advantage of that and they could definitely win. And who knows, maybe an extension happens. Maybe one of those guys resigns in free agency. The window extends. Everyone's happy. But if it goes the way it's been going the last couple of years, then maybe there's not that same, you know, uh, interest in keeping this core together. And Maybe at that point, if they can't win with Vlad and with Bo, it's entirely possible that those guys hit free agency they move on and sign somewhere else. And then you look at this core that has not had a lot of player development success, has not had the same number one draft picks that teams like the Orioles have had. And so what's left? Is that going to be enough to, to warrant continuing to push? Uh, the Blue Jays certainly hope so, and I don't think we can rule that possibility out. But there is no guarantee that this team, after the next couple of seasons, is still competitive at this same level. Now, Ben, let's look at them from a position player stand, uh, standpoint. They do have some standout players, all-stars. As a matter of fact, Chapman is gone. We talked about, well, he's still looking for a job. But, I mean, any chances he comes back real quick to Toronto or no? Uh, some chance, but I would say unlikely. All right, so replacing him at third base will be who? And where are the weaknesses or the, the needs for them potentially in that lineup and on the field? Yeah, it's it still should be a good lineup. Uh, at third base specifically, they'll have – some combination of Isaiah Connor-Falefa, Justin Turner, and then maybe a guy like Davis Schneider, uh, who came up late last season, was really good for them as a right-handed bat, um, young guy, not known for his defense, but he can hit a little bit. So, you know, that's going to be a combination over at third base. Um, and, and then you look at this, this lineup, I think it's just a matter of deepening it. And I think that ideally, if you were going to add one player to this group, it would be a right-handed hitter, someone who can play third base or the outfield, um, someone who can just give them a good at-bat. For example, if you have a Dalton Varsho or a Kevin Kiermeyer, a left-handed hitter against a tough lefty, you might want to give that guy a day off. So having a, a bench bat who's capable of stepping in from the right side, hitting whatever it is, 15, 20 homers in a part-time role, I think that would be huge for this team. Um, there's still some guys out there who fit that description, but you know, we'll see. We're at the point where it's like it's go time. So this might be the group that, that they open the season with. Ben Nicholson-Smith from Sportsnet joining us here. Vinny at Haney, 105.7 The Fan, talking about the Toronto Blue Jays. Certainly a talented bunch, no doubt about it, but still playing catch-up, it seems, to the Orioles and Yankees, perhaps, even though Pagoda doesn't see it that way. But who cares what they have to say? But the rotation, Gosman's a beast. We know him, we love him, we drafted him way back when. And then you have Barrios and uh, Bassett and, you know, Charles' favorite pitcher, Yusei Kuku Kikuchi. But what about Alec Manoa? He was brilliant two years 
years ago, then kind of fallen on hard times. Give us a status report on an immensely talented guy, but coming off of an interesting 2023, to say the least. Yeah, it was a bad season. It was it was really rough. I mean, to go from you know the heights that he reached in 2021 and 22 to really being ineffective and dealing with some health stuff and just didn't come together for him all season long. So, and the Jays wanted more from him and needed more from him, and they didn't get it. So, no one was happy with the way that season went. Now, in the course of this off season, Manoa has been he got some injections in his arm. He was able to start throwing again. He's working out. He's in really good shape from all the videos that we can see um, that have been shared on social media. So he looks to be motivated and ready to roll. Now, that's step one. A lot of players are motivated in this league. It's a tough league. So he's going to have to execute. He's going to have to repeat his delivery, make some of the adjustments he never made last year when it comes to the pitch clock and just being consistently um, in in line to the plate, um, really ironing out some of the kinks in his delivery that he was not able to consistently deal with in 2023 leading to a lot of bad fastball location um, a lot of command issues and then ultimately the results that we all saw so uh, there's still a lot for him to prove and as a fifth starter I think you could do a lot worse I think there are a lot of teams in this league that would love to have Alec Manoa as their fifth starter but at the same time he really has to answer a lot of questions. Hey, Ben, what are owner ownership's expectations? You know, I mean, is it like the, the Maple Leafs? Like, uh, well, we need to get farther than just the playoffs. We need to start winning some playoffs. It has to be that because, you know, we've seen this team reach the playoffs, the, the Blue Jays, that is, and we've seen them consistently in there in the first round, that wild card round, and yet they just haven't broken through. So, Clearly, at this point, if they make the playoffs again and get bounced again in the first round, no one's going to be impressed. No one's going to be happy. Um, The players wouldn't be the coaches. The expectations have to be that they start winning because flat and bow, that's a really good core. You know, like if if two, three years from now, the Orioles are looking at Gunnar Henderson and Adley Rushman and they haven't won a playoff game or a playoff series yet, there would be frustration. And that's kind of how it is right now with the Blue Jays because it's not every – every team um, that has this kind of combination of, of young talent. And certainly, you know, that we all know how tough the AL East is. The Yankees have it with judge and with Soto. Obviously Baltimore has it with their incredible talent and, and the blue Jays should be in that discussion too. But to this point, they haven't broken through. So it has to be playoff success for this team to have a good season. Ben Nicholson, Smith Sportsnet joining us here. Video and 81 5 the fan last thing for you, Ben, we mentioned Pakoda. They have the Yankees at 94.5. Blue Jays coming in second in the East, 88.1. Orioles, 86.8. I'll speak as an Oriole fan and someone, you know, we cover the team. I think that would be a disappointing year, less than 90 wins for the Birds. Playoff success or expectations aside, I'm guessing Toronto's ceiling's a little higher than 88.1 right now. Yeah, you know, I think that, that that's probably about right for the Blue Jays. It's upper 80s, maybe low 90s, depending on how things go. Um, if you ask Blue Jays fans, they might say more like 82 or 83. <laughs> <laughs> They're not happy with how things are. And look, that's that's the right of every fan base to, to disagree or to, to feel how they feel. Um, when I look at this division, I think that the Yankees are really good. But I also think the Orioles are better than what Pakota would say, better than what Fangrass depth charts would say. I think that the Orioles and Yankees are probably the, the co-favorites in my mind. And then the Rays and Blue Jays 
are kind of battling for 3-4, and the Red Sox are probably the 5. Ben Nicholson-Smith, it's Sportsnet. Toronto Blue Jays be in Baltimore at mid-May, Monday the 13th through Wednesday the 15th. Should be an epic series, even though it's early in the season. Ben, great to talk to you. Good luck to the Blue Jays in spring training, and we'll talk to you once the season gets underway here. Look forward to it, guys. Have a good one. There's Ben Nicholson-Smith, everybody. It's Vinny and 80. 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back reset after this. As Hyder would say, the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. I think uh, for me personally, it was just battling through adversity throughout the season. Um, whenever the offense wasn't playing, like I wanted it to play and just continue to believe and fight. Um, but I'm not going to like one's tougher than the other because all these, all these games are tough and it takes your best football. Patrick Mahomes, on which Super Bowl was the toughest for him? And that's the one they had to go through the road ranks, including Buffalo underdogs, Baltimore underdogs, and they were actually underdogs in the Super Bowl to the 49ers. They were underdogs last year against Philadelphia, but they won back-to-back titles, first team in 19 years to do that. And if they win it again next year, they'll be the first team ever to win three straight Super Bowls. And no team has won three straight NFL championships since Lombardi's Packers did it 65 through 67. Last NFL championship game prior to the Super Bowl in 65, and then the first two Super Bowls. Only team, that's the only team to win three straight NFL titles. And many have won two in a row. Yeah. None have won three, and they can make history next year if they can accomplish that. And, well, the thing that's even more amazing than the Packers and those, Bob, is this is the cap era, which makes things that much more difficult, you know, with your. And back in those days with Green Bay. They beat the Colts in 65 playoff game. But before that, it was just you won the East or the West. And, and those played. two teams played for the championship. So they didn't start layering up big time in the playoffs until the merger. But, you know, this is something pretty pr- pr- spectacular we're watching. But Kansas City's the Kings, and congratulations to them. After a so-so regular season, they hoist the trophy. That's all that matters. But let's look at some other teams in the AFC as time permits. Buffalo, 11-6. and six. They win the East again. They needed to win five in a row to even make the playoffs. Yep. And then they lose to Kansas City in the divisional round. So we just talked with Ben about the uh, Blue Jays and windows here. Buffalo's kind of in that. I mean, you'd look at, hey, they're one of the most talented rosters in football, but they haven't made it to a Super Bowl. They haven't made it to a championship game now in three seasons. Are we looking at 11-6? and six? They did win a playoff game, but still, are we viewing this as an acceptable season for the Bills based on whatever their expectations were? Well, Bob, they had the Chiefs at home in the playoffs, you know, and then lost that game. Success, yes. Are they happy? No. I mean, like, I would think that the coach, the owner, and them, they're disappointed. Just because the inconsistencies throughout the year. Like you said, they had to win five in a row at the end because they were struggling, you know. And um, what are your issues with digs? And they got a lot of question marks and stuff still, too. Um, So, and Von Miller did nothing for them. So I would say success, no, because their expectations are the Super Bowl. Now, here's an interesting team. It's Miami. Yeah. 11-6, lost to Kansas City in the playoffs in the freezing cold temperatures there. 
not to make excuses for them. They had a ton of injuries defensively. Yeah. So this is a team, back-to-back playoff years, they expected to take another step. They did not. So acceptable or unacceptable year for the Dolphins. And it's Mike, McDon- or Mike McDaniel, maybe a guy that could be having to answer questions about his job security next year. I would say the biggest thing is, is, you know, Tua was healthy the whole time, and they saw when people are healthy what they can play. I mean, they Bob, they lost, what, eight starters on defense at the end of the year? They were a shell of themselves. So I would think that they're talking as we just got to keep people healthy. If we can keep people healthy, we'll be, we'll be fine. Because, I mean, they were – Bob, they were playing the Ravens for the number one seed. Yep. So didn't go their way, as we recall. But, no, well, they got blown out. But yeah. I, I just think injuries to their defense killed them. And then Waddle was out for a little bit too, you know, for a few weeks. Um, I, I think they probably feel like if we can keep our core healthy, we'll be okay. Jets, another interesting one because they lost Aaron Rodgers three plays into the season, if I'm not mistaken. And then they had to go to Zach Wilson. And then they went to, uh, I can't even remember the other guy. They got rid of him, but seven and 10, but Hey, Woody Johnson put everybody on blast a week or so ago that this th- sort of thing, no matter the reasons excuses is no longer acceptable. I did see the jets are changing their uniforms too. Yeah, I saw that. Um, the, the thing with the jets is I would say disappointing because expectations were extremely high. All right, Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. But all of a sudden, you know, you just can't go in the tank after, you know, he goes down. Well, we got an excuse now because our quarterback got hurt. Well, that's their fault for not having a quality backup quarterback. You were figuring that Zach Wilson, you know, he's going to learn the whole year from Aaron Rodgers. Not knowing or not realizing, you know, that Aaron was going to get hurt and then – He's going to have to step in day one, basically, and take over, and he wasn't ready. So this, that, yeah. that to me, is a, a fault. Yeah, they had a lot. They had a good defense. Very good defense. Weapons on offense, and, yeah, it was a rough roll there. Minus point differential, and, minus 97. And Hackett would have to answer a lot of – I think didn't uh, Woody Johnson say, Sala, you got to spend time on offense? Patriots, this would kind of speaks for itself. 4-13 and 13 on the year, 1-8 and eight at home. Coaching change, Belichick gone. Mac Jones took another step back. Yeah, offensively, they just sucked. I and Bob, when you look at their, they just didn't have a lot of talent. I mean, they played hard on defense, they played competitively on defense, but they didn't have a lot of talent. I mean, you got to blame the GM, Bill Belichick, the GM for that. And offensively, you know, talent wise, they didn't have a lot of talent. Of they didn't have any weapons offensively. Yeah, your season was unacceptable. Yes, Patriots fans, let's go to the AFC South and. I guess we're going thumbs up with Houston 10 and 7. Want a playoff game? Bob, you know, the thing with Houston is you had the offensive and defensive rookies of the year. So, and you have a lot of young guys. You, your future is extremely bright. And your be- best receiver or one of your best receivers got hurt, you know, with some time. And they're going to have two good receivers coming back. I would say that they're extremely happy. And we talked about that when they played the Ravens. In the playoffs, uh, they lost to the Ravens. We had a hell of a year, though. You know, whereas yep. if the Ravens would have lost to Houston, it would have been like, oh my, you know, uh, awful. Jacksonville, I'm going to go ahead and say this was unacceptable. Nine yep. and eight, tanking down the stretch. They possibly 
probability of winning to get in the playoffs and, you know, they didn't even show up. I mean, they were kind of like what they did to the Colts themselves a couple years ago during the Carson Wentz era uh, for Indianapolis. But 9-8, and eight, when they were like the prohibitive favorites yeah. to win that division, they didn't even make the postseason. I think, Bob, what's going on there, I think same thing that happened with uh, Jim Harbaugh in San Francisco with uh, Trent Baalke. It sounds like that he and Peterson aren't on the same page. And then when that happens, players realize it. Um, I think they, uh, they were a probably one of the biggest disappointments in the league. I would think. Yeah. I, I think you're right on point with that one. This is an interesting one here. The Colts nine and eight had a chance to get to the playoffs. If they would have beat Houston, they would have made the postseason. They lose Richardson early in the year, and then Gardner Minshew uh, helped keep them up, keep them afloat over 500. So 9-8, and eight, acceptable or unacceptable I would say, Indy. Bob, another one that lost. Look at between them and the Jets. They lost their quarterback, and they're you know, fighting to make the playoffs and doing all those things. And Taylor things. missed a bunch of games, too. Yeah. So, I mean, I would say that was an acceptable – year for the Colts. Um, Gardner Minshew, uh, he did a hell of a job for them. He's a competitive guy, knows how to win, and and he's just not good enough when you have to have it in big games. And then finally the Titans, 6-11, and coaching change, looking for, well, have they found their quarterback, I guess, is the question with Levis here. You like his compete. You know, I sometimes like his smarts on – when to who to run over and not to run over kind of thing. I think um, Simmons is outstanding defensive player. They they need uh, the AJ Brown thing killed them, killed them, and the GM's gone. You know, and now I just I don't feel good about it, Bob. When it, when the GM ran Carthon has control over everything, he can hire whoever he wants. I just don't think that's a good formula. Smitty and Haiti 1057 the fan. We'll talk about those those subjects and more with Howard Balzer. He's going to join us for NFL lunch. Stay tuned for that. And then we got Rich Dubroff. Talk more about the Orioles as pitchers and catchers report tomorrow to Sarasota. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 